0: Welcome to Vacation by Rail's Rail Insider, the show about global rail travel experiences and remarkable destinations around the world. I'm your host, Todd Powell. I'm super excited about the next three episodes of the Rail Insider, because we're going to spend time talking about one of the most fabulous rail destinations in the world, Switzerland. Not only is Switzerland amazingly picturesque with its alpine lakes and mountains, but the people are wonderful, The food is scrumptious and the trains, of course, the Swiss rail system is spectacular, linking it all together with panoramic routes and frequent easy connections. In this episode, we are pleased to welcome Martin Oster, the sales and marketing manager for the Swiss travel system. Martin grew up in the Swiss Alps and is an expert on train travel in Switzerland and is the ideal person to tell us why Switzerland by rail, boat and bus is by far the best way to explore this magnificent destination. Martin, thank you for taking the time and joining us on The Rail Insider. You know, I'm so excited every time I talk about rail travel, particularly when it's Switzerland. You know, Switzerland is just a spectacular place for people uh, to, to have a, a rail adventure. The public transportation system, the train system, the scenery is just truly stunning. What do you think makes Switzerland such the perfect destination for rail travel?
1: Well, thanks, Todd, for having me on the podcast. Yeah, indeed, we're... We're pretty uh, um, uh how should I do? yeah privileged to have such a system in place and such a beautiful scenery obviously to to discover uh, Switzerland um, The nice thing about it is yeah, the network of public transportation always benefited benefited from a lot of investments uh, from the from the government and the support of the Swiss public. So the network that's there uh, with which include the trains, uh, the posts and the, the buses that runs in an harmonized timetable. Uh, it's super efficient uh, on a high frequency. It's very reliable and clean. Uh, so of course we use it as the prior uh, mode of transportation in order to get anywhere within Switzerland and uh, Since it's so high frequency, uh, it's sort of a hop-on, hop-off nature. You don't have to plan ways ahead. Um, There's always a train or a bus connecting you to uh, wherever you want to go. This way, all the rail stations, uh, they are actually in the heart of the towns and cities in Switzerland. It's the center of these places. That's where life is happening. That's where all the services are provided. All those um, rail stations are within minutes usually to the hotels. So everything is uh, in a walking distance and uh, also attractions are like the the lakes are nearby and uh, it's easy to make connections in these places. So it's very straightforward and easy going to to travel like the locals do. And who doesn't want to travel and meet uh, the locals uh, when you visit a foreign country? So that's the way to uh, travel Switzerland. This by public transport, especially the, the
0: rail service. I, 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 agree. I agree. You know, When, when people talk about ra- uh, traveling, particularly nowadays, it is all about making that local connection. And I always tell people, and I agree with you 100%, that if you really want to connect with people, you know, the train stations are always this bustling hub of the, of, of, of the locals and the local culture and, and um, connecting on the trains and, and getting on the trains or uh, connecting up with the, some of the public transportation systems. Really puts you, you know, in the day-to-day life of the locals, and it gives you that opportunity to connect with the lo- with, with the locals. And, you know, I, I find that Switzerland, uh, for all the reasons you've just said, is just the is just the ideal destination for that because of how the trains and the the bus services and the and the boats they they all they all line up perfectly. Um, before we before we go a little bit deeper into 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 rail travel in switzerland uh and some of the some of the tips and insights that you can give us you know people are always asking you know, how is COVID 19 impacting uh travel in switzerland and and what is uh, uh and, and in other countries and what is it that people uh can expect uh what, what types of precautions are, are now being taken uh in switzerland particularly as it relates to rail travel
1: right yeah so we're still in the middle of it like pretty much the rest of the Western world. So, uh, of course, uh, there are strict measures in place uh, since spring, since this all started. Um, actually, all public transport um, providers, be it the trains, uh, the buses or the boats and so on, but also whatever is mountain uh, cable cars and so on, they operate under um, defined protocols. They, are, um, they do have a clean and safe uh, label um, in place, so their protocols have been Uh, verified and also over the course of the summer uh, especially when everything was operating uh, again has been thoroughly tested and uh, checked that it's in place. There's not that much I could could list up like um, comparably airlines do or so Um, basically of course there is a extensive um, disinfecting and cleaning in place But the the most or single best contribution of the system uh, probably was during all of this time that it remained fully operational, literally at full schedule, what connects all the major cities and towns. So you still had like every half hour or every hour a train in all the directions and uh, obviously much less traffic overall. So it was easy to spread out in, in all those trains and to to keep your distance without having specific uh, necessary measures in place such as blocking seats or anything like that. That was simply not necessary. So people um, kept on going to work, the commuters used the public transport, and uh, given that it was fully operational, that was the the, the best contribution to to reply to the
0: situation. That, that's a, that, that's that's great to hear, and and the, and I think you're right that the fully operational, still maintaining that schedule, even when the even when the the the, the on traffic was light, it, would, it seems like such a great idea, and giving people that ability to social distance, and 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 the fact that you're labeling it too that they're they're safe and clean, I think that also adds to adds to a um, you know people's peace of mind. Um, but now let's focus on more of the, the exciting stuff here. And, and let's talk about the scenery in Switzerland because the scenery and the routes are just uh, truly, truly awe inspiring. You know, I think a lot of people, they, they, they hear, they've heard of trains like the, the Glacier Express, the world famous Glacier Express. And there's, uh, there's these other, let's just, you know, so called branded train routes, the, the Brina Express, the, the Glacier Express, the Golden Pass, the, these panoramic trains. Uh, can you tell me a bit about these panoramic trains and how these services differ from the regular uh, scheduled service that that um, people can enjoy in Switzerland?
1: Sure uh, even those are actually uh, and have been always operating over the course of the, the summer as well and will be also in the winter again. So these specifically scenic, branded routes, uh, we call them premium panorama trains. There's actually five of them. You mentioned them. The Glacier Express is probably the most uh, well-known worldwide. There's the Bernina Express, the Golden Pass, there's the the Gotthard uh, Panorama Express, and there is also the Lucerne Interlocken Express. Those are the five premium panoramic trains. Uh, the way they differ with just any regular train is um, their uh, purpose is predominantly uh, sightseeing, touristic. So uh, that's, that's not where you have the regular commuters on board. It's mostly the, the, the visitors. Uh, so they have wide uh, panoramic windows because that's where they operate is uh, the, the scenery in front of the window. That's what you want to uh, see, So um, they have large windows, uh, comfortable wide seats. They do have uh, occasionally audio guides um, available in different languages. They all have some sort of a board onboard gastronomy. Uh, in the case of the Glacier Express, for example, you really have an onboard kitchenette and uh, the meals are prepared there and served at your seat. Uh, in others, there is a like a, a, a service, a separate service available, but might might not be at your seat. So that differs a little bit on on the train. Overall, um, those are a little bit of the longer journeys. So they do this panoramic, uh, scenic route. Uh, they go, um, although they're all called express trains, they go definitely at a slower uh, pace than all the the intercity trains, for example, they would do, Um partly they run on cogwheel to get across these mountain passes. That's where the beautiful scenery is. Uh, so since those are longer journeys, uh, you sit more in comfort, uh, there's fewer stops, like they don't connect with all these small places in between. Uh, they're predominantly meant to do sightseeing.
0: Yeah, and and you know, and and they are truly spectacular. And the fact that you mentioned those the uh, the sightseeing, I remember years back when I did the Bernina Express, there was an app that I downloaded that had some some uh, some additional uh, route information in there as well that provided uh, provided some great insight. And the interesting thing about it though is you have these premier uh, panoramic trains and these premium panoramic trains, and the um, but they're there's so many routes in Switzerland that every every time you turn a you know take a turn or, or go around a curve, there's just another spectacular view uh, that you can that you can uh, that you can take in. I mean, uh, it, you don't have to be on one of these panoramic trains to really enjoy the scenery because um, because it's just all over. I mean, everywhere everywhere you turn, um, the and and. The other part about it is that I just remember myself going along, I flew into Geneva and I hopped the train and I I was going over um, uh, along the lake and the UNESCO heritage sites that that you pass, there's the the vineyards uh, there that were just stunning with the lake and the mountains. I mean, it's just all over the place. And when people think about uh, traveling in Switzerland, they really need to take the time wouldn't you say i mean the, you know you, you just don't want to pass through switzerland i mean you have these routes you know what, what do you think about you know how many how many days you think someone could spend in switzerland just to, just exploring i mean what do you think um from your recommendation um you know if you want to get a couple of these site the, the, these trains in and just spend some time
1: yeah right need i mean beyond the classic premium journeys, as you're saying, there's so many other scenic routes to be discovered. Overall, um, Switzerland is a very small place on the map. So you would think uh, it doesn't take that long, but uh, given it's uh, majestic topography, you could spend easily uh, a full week uh, just to discover a little bit of all the regions. I mean, the the Alps are a major barrier, separating the north and the south and uh, east and west. So if you want to take your time also on these smaller routes and discover these uh, different cultures and language regions, uh, I would say at least a week. Uh, And then you fit in also uh, those train journeys or bus journeys that are not uh, on on every map at first, like the the Glacier Express also. Uh, uh, As you you name it, as as you get out of the cities, uh, you're immediately within scenery. So it's always the way to get to some place is already scenic. It's not just the purpose of traveling to some uh, sort of place. It's already scenic really as you hop on, on, on the train. Uh, the Alps are very close to the cities and uh, there's beautiful uh, mountain lakes all the way down to the cities like Zurich and Luzern and Geneva. So uh, they provide spectacular panoramic views, even though on those um, just regular uh, regional
0: train journeys. Right. And I think you're right. I mean, I think uh, it's almost like a, a minimum of a, a, a week because you're going to take these journeys in and then you want to stop in these towns because once, you know, the train, it, you know, the train is so much a part of it. But once you get into these towns and just spend some time exploring or going on hikes and walking and, or enjoying the, enjoying, the, um, and enjoying the food and the people, and, and I and, and you touch on a great point there you know you, you think about the different regions right you know you have uh, um, different languages spoken in, in different sections of uh, of, um, of the of the country and so in just a short period of time you could be in somewhere that's that's really culturally different than than another section of Switzerland so but when you look at um, how to do this I know that 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 there are all sorts of ways to to put this together, whether you're doing with a rail pass or um, you're going point-to-point tickets. Can you talk a little bit about how people can travel with the passes or the individual fares and then what's included in the different Swiss rail passes?
1: Right, so basically there is point-to-point tickets, individual tickets uh, for a specific A to B journey, or there is these uh, day passes um, and there is the rail passes. And perhaps the easiest and most convenient solution for any kind of trip to Switzerland is the so-called Swiss Travel Pass. Um, That's valid on the entire public transportation network. So any train, whether it's a regional or intercity train, um, all the postal buses that connect you from wherever there is no more train going to all these smaller places that stop at every hiking trailhead, basically they're fully covered as a Swiss Travel Pass whatever is a scheduled, boat service across the lake is covered, it's considered public transportation, and especially also within um, all of the cities and towns, it's actually about 90 cities um, within Switzerland, all their local urban public transport system, whether it's uh, streetcars or the the buses that connect you with with, uh, the, the neighborhoods, they're all part of the very same system. That's why we call Uh, We basically label it one country, one single ticket. The Swiss travel pass covers it all. Um, And that's true also for every uh, day pass or point-to-point ticket that's across the different modes of transportation. That's all covered because it's Mm -hmm. a one single uh, system. So the Swiss travel pass actually comes in different durations. You can have it as a Three, four, eight, or 15 day pass in a consecutive manner or also in a flexible version. So that's the same amount of days uh, to be used within one full month. So that's for uh, the, the options you have just with the Swiss Travel Pass. So that basically fits every uh, travel plan already. Um, And besides that, um, it comes with a few more benefits. Um, You know, the the system actually, the public transportation network, that connects you with all these uh, beautiful mountains, and that fits on every itinerary anyway to Switzerland. You have to include some of these uh, spectacular mountain excursions. So generally, whatever connects these mountains, be it a gondola, an aerial cable car, or a cogwheel, or so, Uh, Generally, with the Swiss Travel Pass, you get 50% off these excursions. Uh, A few of them are actually also fully included with the Swiss Travel Pass. So that's a really nice uh, benefit with the pass. Additionally, um, there is also a so-called Swiss Museum Pass that covers the admission for all the the well known uh, museums across Switzerland in all the cities and towns, uh, so by counting at it' it's, we're looking at over five hundred museums they 're fully part of the Swiss travel pass as well so that 's really your excursion and uh, exploring tickets to entire switzerland
0: see and that's and, and I, and I, and some great value that 's added onto the pass because particularly when you factor in the discounts on the on the um, the uh the mountain railway excursions or the aerial cable cars because people are going to do those right I mean if you're going up to the Jungfrau you're going to be taking some of those trains and some of those some of those some of those routes are are going to bring you to 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 scenery that uh that it's the only way to see it I mean I I I remember myself just taking some of those trains and looking down the Lauterbrunnen Valley from Wangen going and and on the on the mountain railways and it's it's truly truly spectacular when you when you when you when you can see this and particularly from these these smaller these smaller mountain trains so i i think the swiss travel pass if people are going to spend any extended uh periods of time is 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 the way to go because of that, that that added value um you know at vacations by rail we get a lot of people who do a lot of trips around the world um and we have first-time travelers as well that go to places like Switzerland or uh, travel to Canada or, or or you know around the United States. But but you know Switzerland um, is is always on people's lists of where to go. And so, can you give a first-time traveler some recommendations or some insider tips just based on just based on your own personal experience? It'd be very helpful for when people start to plan their trips to get to get uh, the information from a local.
1: Yes. uh, I mean, of course, you want to see the highlights like um, Interlaken, or you want to see the Matterhorn, you want to travel the Glacier Express. Whenever you first time travel to a country, you want to get these uh, highlights covered. What I would recommend to everybody is stay flexible, as flexible as you can, because it's such a dense um, schedule and public transportation network. Um, You can do spontaneous breaks and you don't need to be on that specific train at that hour because then half an hour later, there's another one. If you like it somewhere, stay and discover that place. And there's many beautiful spots in between. Uh, just uh, take up an example here. If, you, uh, if you're booked from Interlaken to back to Zurich towards the airport and you still have a day time, uh, why not stop at, uh, at, at Bern in the, in the capital of Switzerland? Uh, It's so easy to get off the train uh, in the station there and within minutes you're in the old town, UNESCO World Heritage Protected Old Town, the city of Bern and you just have a a coffee or do some shopping there before you head on and there's every half hour there's another train to to Zurich, just as as one simple example here. That's the way the mode I would use the the system is really um, also Uh, fit to the to the actual conditions out there. If you plan a mountain excursion, do it early in the morning when there is no clouds yet or uh, whatever the the weather situation is, do it in either one or another day. Stay flexible as much as possible also and the distances and uh, the, the density of the system allow to do so as well. So it's really easy also to stay in a city and cover a mountain within uh, just a day. For example, you could stay in Zurich in a hotel and you could go to Mount Titlis above uh, Engelberg within a day easily and return to, to to the city the same night while you have been on a glacier during the day. So it's, it's, uh, it's pretty unique for Switzerland as well to have outdoors and mountains um, scenery so close by to the cities and so easily accessible also by public transport. You don't depend on any motorized transportation uh, by yourself individually in order to discover something else than something uh, centrally located. That's the that's kind of my uh, lifestyle as well uh, in Switzerland or, or the Swiss, that's the way they travel. They do all these outdoor activities. Uh, they use public transport and they don't have to have a firm plan. You could uh, go up either side of the mountain and uh, hike down on the other side and just return a different way. So that's, uh, that opens up so many uh, uh, options, actually, to to do a bit uh, more of a diverse uh, itinerary. And just to, to make it easier also, um, as a recommendation, try to travel light, obviously, although it's not difficult. It's not hard to change from one train to another. But the system is a uh, is a high frequency, so you you only have maybe so and so many minutes to make the according connection. So don't track uh, too heavy of bags. But if you have bags, and as an overseas visitor, you probably always have uh, your suitcases along. There is luggage services in place. For example, you can store your bag at any major rail station um, just for the day if you wanna. Um, discover the city, for example, there is lockers in place. Uh, That's easy to to find. They're centrally located within the stations and there's luggage services that are actually offered. Every rail station that has a luggage service desk, you can just leave your luggage and you can ship it anywhere to your next destination. So um, make use of all these um, services that makes rail and uh, public transportation travel even so much um, easier and that's really the way the locals also
0: use it for. And, and that's, uh, those are some great tips, those are some excellent tips and, and and the frequency of the trains, I mean it truly is you know a, a massive system in a small area and it's so easy, I mean it is so easy. I, I, I think when people uh, show up uh, for their first train they, they start to realize how how simple it is to, to travel on, on, on the on the Swiss rail system. And the other, the other thing is that it connects easily with, with other international destinations by train, right? Whether coming from Germany or France or Italy, it's, it's simple to just, uh, to, to the, the, it's a seamless connection. Isn't that right?
1: Absolutely, I mean, Switzerland is in the heart of Europe. Really, everybody says that what Switzerland really is. Um, it's a four hour train journey from Paris to uh, Zurich, for example, or to Geneva. Um, we got excellent connections just down to Italy, which is, yeah, once you cross the Alps, it's just down the road. Um, also, there is fast connections. You know, there's these, uh, there's the longest rail tunnel in the world that's been opening up a couple of years ago, makes it only a three and a half hour journey from Zurich to Milan nowadays, um, while you cross the entire Alps. Uh, also to the east, to Austria, or to the north, to Germany, there's excellent train connection. And many of the cities are actually have a direct connection with uh,
0: Switzerland. Yep, and I and I think people uh, who are in the area they need to come by Switzerland. They need to spend some time because if they're just passing through there, you know, the next time they're gonna they're gonna come to Europe, they're gonna spend a week or more in Switzerland. Um, you know, I always recommend that people they they spend uh, time in smaller areas uh, rather than than try to cover a bunch of different countries. And 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 Switzerland is one of those countries too where a week or more is. Is is ideal, particularly when you start to really dig into the uh, into all the different corners, and, and cities and mountain towns, uh, and everything that Switzerland has to offer. Martin, I want to thank you for taking the time and talking to us about uh, about the Swiss rail system and what it's like to travel in Switzerland. It's it's always great to see you, always great to great to talk to you and. I'm, I'm hoping that you'll, you'll join us again sometime in the future and we can maybe dig deeper into some of these, uh, these panorama trains or some specific routes.
1: Looking forward to that. Thanks for having me on the chat, Tom.
0: That concludes this episode of the Rail Insider. I'd like to thank Martin Oster for his local insight into traveling Switzerland by rail. For more information on Switzerland, visit Vacations by Rail's website at www.vacationsbyrail.com or contact a rail specialist at 1-877-929-7245. From everyone at Vacations by Rail, thank you for listening.